This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Welcome to Rat Castle, a progressive chat about Disney magic without the pixie dust. I am your most unfavorable mix for attendance, Nathan Hartman. Um, and with me today, we have a small crew. Uh, it is uh, Victoria. Hello, Victoria. Hi. And hello, Sarah. How are you doing? You found your car. Hello. Yes, I found my car in the depths of East LA. So it's been recovered, thankfully. Um, what they did in it, I don't want to know, but it is safe and sound. I kind of want to know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> don't don't worry. Semen comes out fairly easy from what I'm told. Ooh, um, I low-key saw some stains. I'm kind of worried. but And some earrings. I saw earrings in there, stains. They even went to Target. Like, there was a lot going on They went on to Target? Car. They went to Target. They bought, like, you know the Target? What is it? Like, their um, their fitness brand? They, uh-huh. like, bought, like, a jacket. And then there was there was two jackets in the car. Like, it was very, it was a very weird scene. It's not cool right now in, in L.A., it was like the light athletic jackets. Like I was very confused. Maybe they had sex in your car and then went on a jog. Maybe. Maybe. You know. And then they slept mm. in your car and Maybe. smoked some crack. They, um, most, well, they definitely smoked something. They definitely smoked something. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> we're happy for Sarah in her car. And that's it, people. This is us three tonight. Uh, Dave is on vacation. He thinks he needs a vacation. Can you believe it? And then uh, <laughs> everyone uh, sent some good vibes to Janine because she has got the COVID. Uh, she's doing fine uh, and her family's fine. But uh uh, clearly coming on a podcast and talking about stuff is not what you want to do when you're in the middle of that. So we wish her all the best. Well, tonight uh, we got some interesting topics. We're going to get right into them. Of course, uh, I'm going to hand it over to uh, Victoria to talk a little bit about some stuff going on with uh, Disney Genie News. Uh, we had a lot of different calls this week. We had an, an, an earnings call and we had mm-hmm. um, uh, Chapek was uh, on cable news uh, chatting about stuff. So we had all these different uh, venues for the uh, corporate Disney culture to say dumb things. So it's a, it's a, it's a fun evening. Um, starting with some Genie news. Uh, tell us how it's getting easier, right? It's much easier to use Disney Genie now, right, Victoria? So easy that they had to put out six videos to explain <laughs> how to use it and what it is. Let me elaborate. So it's, <laughs> I, I don't even know where to begin with this, but um, so obviously guests aren't necessarily happy with it um with gd plus it's kind of making it more complicated to even just go about your day so disney decided you know what's going to make it better we're going to put out six videos to explain the system to guests me personally if you need six videos to explain your system it's not a good system so (laughs) yeah i'm just like i looked at the titles it's okay (laughs) that's all i can really say about where do they even release them are they like on youtube they're on the app interesting because each of these videos is like a minute long they could have just made a six or ten minute video right. and posted it to youtube yeah and just made and it simple here's the thing they already did this yes they did, they did? Mm-hmm. They did this before the um like i think a week or two no a month or so before the service came out so i'm like so you're doing it again and not just that like all the bloggers that kind of like report on this type of stuff they've already made their how-to videos and their tips and tricks videos so at this point it just kind of feels redundant like it doesn't even really need to be a thing but at the same time clearly there's a need (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, yeah. we, we, we have the, and it's hard, I think in our bubble to like really strip our brains of this, but like, there are literally people that go to Disney world and don't follow any Disney news. No, <laughs> they're yeah. just there and they're just someone's uncle and they For don't the know. good vibes. Yeah. Literally last week when I told you my cousin went mm-hmm. and knew. Oh yeah. How did that go? How, oh, it, it went fine. They went, okay. It, it was, it was perfectly fine. And they even went to Universal. I was like, good for you. Okay. Good. good. At least it was a, a good enough experience. They did ask what Disney Genie Plus was. And I was like, don't even bother. You got like kids that are eight. <laughs> you literally have children that are like eight years old. Just yeah. take, them, take them to Fantasyland. Yeah. Whatever's <laughs> open, just do that. Yeah. Just do it. But of course, uh, this is a service. Uh, according to um, Disney, uh, everyone's everyone's using. It's the hot new thing, Disney Plus. How many, how oh, many yes. people are they saying using Disney Plus, Victoria? They are saying as of now, um, as of the earnings call, um, almost, well, 50% of guests are using Disney Genie Plus, according to Shapec. So diving into that, back in February, um, during that call, they stated that 50% of guests were using it during the busy holiday season, which I can attest to because I saw Mm -hmm. it at both Disney World and Disneyland Mm -hmm. in the same month that they debuted. Sure. They were using it. But I also can understand that they don't know what the fuck they were buying. It was very evident. Yeah. Um, hence the six videos. Hence the six videos. And it's not even, are, are they using it or are they just buying it? Because like you can buy, buy, the, buy the service and you're not even actually using it effectively. I mean, based on the guest relations line that I saw, I think people were buying it. <laughs> yeah. It was just like a thinking. It was just like, you're, you can just like go yeah. through a fast track lane, like universal. It's like fast pass or something not. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like fast pass, you know, and you could just do that. And they didn't realize, you know, you got to do all this shit on your phone. But today during the um, call, they said the baseline usage of Disney Genie Plus by guests is 50% now. So what that actually what that actually means, we just got to read into it, right? The baseline usage, which means only at the baseline tap house are, are 50% of the people <laughs> using the the Genie Plus for uh, baseline tap house. I think that's probably more accurate. Um, yeah, I, I would I say so. <laughs> I mean, during the holidays, I get it. Sure. I get I get it. But now I'm kind of like, somehow I don't believe that. Like at this point, I don't even think you can get on a ride really without Genie Plus. Like at least in Disneyland. I would say Disneyland. I mean, I literally was at Hollywood Studio today. I, I didn't wait for stuff. So I didn't do Smugglers. I didn't do mm-hmm. Rise. But I did Star Tours twice. I did Runaway Railway. I did uh, Toy Story uh, Mania. That's pretty like, good. Yeah, doing to the Indiana Jones Sun show. Like, yeah, there's plenty. There was plenty that I could do without using any sort of plus. But that's because we have enough space here. No, now that you're mentioning that, because when I went in December, I had a similar experience. It was like the holiday season. Like, mm-hmm. I literally just walked onto everything except Mission Breakout. I mean, I think it depends on. I think it depends if you're savvy. I really do. Yeah. I think like we True. knew we got there early and and sort of were like, okay, we're gonna do Rise, but the resort guests were already there, and it was kind of big and stayed big you know we're smart enough to know the difference between like them saying 60 which is actually 40 you know yeah. like most people don't think that way and we we lucked out in in that kind of way I, I i don't disagree with these numbers necessarily but for me it's sort of like being a part of like i don't know the end times um and so you have to buy a gun so people don't like rob your your last like thing of gas and water and then the, like the news being like guns are up people are buying more guns well yeah you, you don't have much of a choice you know like that was like, such a that was such a morbid analogy like well so if you're going to survive right and for us like we've we've understood the wasteland right like we know yeah. we're all mad maxing it we we get it so we're able to like 
skip the fast pass for the Thunderdome. We get it. Um, but other people literally think they need it. Like, I can't. Yeah. This will be a terrible experience if I don't use this thing. They may only use it once. You know, I, I don't know if they're good at using it. Um, but they've sort of when you make a system, when you make a whole thing where it's basically like you need this if you're going to have a good time, and you're pretty much everyone said that, and and I don't agree with that assessment. But at the same time, I can see that implementation kind of desire from a bunch of people that don't know what's going on and disney just goes well we can get you on stuff faster if you just pay us more they're like oh okay so yeah and then um, it alleviates the need to do research because then you have like a little what a forecast that tells you what rides to go to right and, and how long the waits are like so i i get the appeal it's just confusing as shit for no reason yeah i mean if you if they just added lightning lanes inside that agenda and just said you have like here's your schedule like you're gonna do this today like that'd be much simpler the way that you it used to be when you planned it like months in advance of just having your fast passes ready yeah. and then just going yeah right. i think i think as pass holders there definitely is um you can go into the parks and have a good time like i i can sure. go into disneyland and not even have to ride a ride just walk around like i'll have a great time but if i'm coming in and i'm spending x amount of money um on like this once in a while trip whether it be a couple times a year once a year once in a lifetime it kind of it does feel like there is that pressure to get genie plus to max because it's quote unquote maximizing the time in the park um but not really because like you, you guys were saying you have to be savvy in order to even know how to utilize it well and um like one of the last visits I got on rise at like 9 PM and it was a walk-on like it was a straight up walk-on, but wow. not everybody knows that. So it's like, there are certain things that you have to like tips and tricks and things that you know, to be able to really navigate the park. Yeah. And I just think that that's very frustrating as just like a casual goer. Um, like it shouldn't be this complicated. No, if you, and, oh, no I agree. Yeah. And that's the thing is most, uh, most cues used to be visible. Yeah. So if you look at like the older rides, like you could kind of just tell, you know, like there's really no hiding how many people are waiting for it's a small world. Um, but now everything is like, you know, I, I think, I mean, this goes as far back as Indy, if not farther back for Disneyland, but you know, like, uh, you don't know how long that queue is, you know, it's like, it disappears in this door and who knows. Um, and I think that it's hard for people to just guesstimate like they used to. And so they do rely on the technology in a way that they didn't have to in, in the past and the, the manipulation of the wait times which they are legally allowed to do because it's in the, the fine print but uh you know it's sort of it's not used for guest advantage like why say rises 60 when it's 45 like you're i don't know i guess it's just a, a way of controlling things but again i mean according to the earnings call it's to smooth everything over and i don't know what is smoothing over it just right, right. Like, what i don't is know what that it's exactly? doing yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. just basically like moving around capacity to make sure like everything's alleviated. But I'm like, if that's the lie you want to go with, I guess. <laughs> well, and what were what were the good quotes uh, from the earnings call? There was a couple, right? There was the one, of course, I said here at the at the forefront, uh, how we were a unfavorable, uh, unfavorable mix uh, of of uh, AP, uh, which is. I don't know. I felt kind of like a dig. I, I know that, that there it was, was a dig. Were... That was just saying, fuck y'all. Like it really yeah. was like in so many words, they basically said like, we are, we don't give a fuck about pass holders. Like maybe yeah. when the guess what tickets stop buying tickets, we'll let y'all in. But until then, which is crazy because pass holders, I feel like are so integral to the, at least in Disneyland, like it, it's so integral to like the park, like they make yeah. up about 68, if not more percent of like the daily goers. Well, so, Disneyland is a locals park. Exactly. Which is insane to me. And you guys are still waiting for Magic Key to reopen. Like they're I don't they're even doing know everything. If I'm gonna do at this point. I don't know why you would. It's I haven't even gone in like a minute. 
like uh, having you have been paying for the past couple of months and i've only gone maybe three times like yeah. well, it's, it's ridiculous you can't get a reservation and then you get penalized if you don't go to that reservation but in the earnest call they said um they have high revenue but the attendance is down because they have not enough guests with tickets going in right and they have too many annual pass holders going in but that makes no sense because one you have the park pass reservation system and two park, like annual pass holders can't even get in yeah don't blame us it's your system <laughs> it's your system yeah and they talk about demand but it's like you obviously that there's you see that there's a demand from pass holders to get into the park and you're not working with that demand like it doesn't really make sense how you consistently just like spit on the face of pass holders like shapec is doing this and as if they don't provide like any value or do anything for the parks in general yeah it's like at this point you guys are just pushing them away i think that's what they want though yeah they do but at the same time like we were this close to having a recession and i think we're okay now but at the same time like tell you who you want around during a recession going to be ap people like yeah they're the mm-hmm. ones that are going to keep you around because I, we've seen those days we remember those we remember the subprime uh mortgage crisis when i was working there they would always talk about how like ap's saved disneyland um right after 9-11 like they yep. consistently talked about those mm-hmm. days like 9-11 like 2008 like those were major moments where ap's showed up for the park and it's like why are you not appreciating them in the ways that other parks appreciate their um, annual pass holders. Like Victoria, I saw your tweet about Universal. Like Universal is having their appreciation days coming up. Oh yeah, and they said it the same day of announcement. (laughs) Yeah, and like Disneyland is like, oh, here's a 10% off at Jamba Juice in downtown Disney. Like, what the fuck am I going to do with that? Like, (laughs) be for real. I think you're going to get a Jamba Juice. I am going to get the Jamba Juice. I'm not going to lie. The Blue Sky smoothie is pretty good. But gang, don't worry. We got activations all around the Synergy machine. So... I was what so lost on that, that meme. <laughs> for those who don't know, but I'm trying to find the exact quote, but basically Bob Chapek said for the Disney Plus day, first of all, I love that they're doing another Disney Plus day, which is like, have you been to your parks? What it is a Disney Plus day. Like every day is a Disney Plus day. You have banners everywhere. It's like Hollywood Studios. There's like a thousand Disney Plus banners everywhere. Like he came out and said that they were going to, for that day, they're going to have mini activations uh, all around their Synergy machine. <laughs> That sounds like some scary ass shit. Like, what does that mean? Like, I don't get that. What does that mean? Is that, <laughs> He's such a robot. The, are they gonna raise the prices early? Like, I'm confused. I know that activations is their new thing, right? They call everything activations. So parades are activations now. Uh, meet and greets are okay. activations. Um, so we'll see what happens. They're saying they're gonna raise these theme park prices, but yes. And let's talk a little bit about that. So Chapek um, had, as I said, he was on cable news. Um. Uh, on oh, we just talked about this. Which which channel was he on? CNBC. CNBC. Yes, not MSNBC and not <laughs> BCB. Too many acronyms. Too many. So <laughs> anyway, he was on uh, Big Boy Business Cable Channel, um, and he had some things to say about why. So literally, the person said to him, "Right, Twitter's mad at you." That's literally what was said to him, and his response yeah. was, "What, Victoria?" Uh, this lovely quote here (laughs) (laughs) we're at a level of sophistication with our pricing that not only does it maximize shareholder value but it enables us to provide a value to guests no matter what time of the year they want to come it's all up to the consumer if consumer demand keeps up we'll act accordingly if we see a softening which we don't think we're going to see then we can act accordingly as well in conclusion fuck (laughs) y'all that's literally what it is like what pretty much some casual capitalist um uh gaslighting of uh you guys keep spending money so it's your fault (laughs) 
literally <laughs> but then you just said like 800 years ago you were broke yeah right i remember that point too yeah um i this I, i'm fascinated by this quote because it shows this level of i don't know soullessness i mean it's not the first time we've said that about bob chapek but it's just this this casual way of sort of being like oh i don't know you guys keep coming we're gonna we're just gonna keep raising prices until you all stop coming <laughs> And so what does that mean for Disney? Like, what does it mean you're going to get your galaxy, your Galactic Star Cruiser people? Uh, and if your park is only those people, your quality has now become so low because there's so, so complicated. They're just going to go to the, you know, they're just going to go to a, an island. I mean, they really are pushing that luxury market, like with the Adventures by Disney thing. And they got influencers trying to get people to buy VIP tours, which are 7,000, by the way. Yeah. Which is not going to happen. Like, no. I, no, no, no. But I'm like, that's my, my that's my point. I'm like, you're trying to get a luxury market to come here, but you're also forgetting the average consumer. That They're not providing luxury products. Like, I feel like that's exactly. something too. Like, if I'm going to be paying these prices, like, I don't want to walk into, um, I don't want to see sanitary products on the floor. And there's new, right. like, I don't want to see that. Like, I don't want to see walls peeling off. Like, I don't want to see trash cans that are overfilled. Like, I don't want to see that. And and the, the issue is, of course, that this is short-term profits for long-term problems because you're you're going to have a generation and not, and again, this is a, this is a fraction of a fraction of a percentage opposed to like, a wave, but they're going to lose a a section of people who went every five years, every three years, uh, and their kids get used to it. And then those kids want to take their kids. That's going to die out um, uh, in a, for certain, you know, uh, price range people. And because of that, like they're going to have, there's going to be a struggle in, in 15 to 20 years. Yeah. Uh, if, if they're not, considering that they're they are betting that their leg their their power cultural power is big enough to dissuade like legacy issues and i think that's a bad call so we'll see what happens personally i really hope they come with something really sick as fuck out of their pockets when d23 comes because otherwise epic universe and nintendo world is gonna come for them yeah i think this is universal's decade like universal is really gonna eat them up because at this point when it comes to disney they're not really providing what they should be Mm -hmm. um they're missing out on a huge generation like a huge block of people that Mm -hmm. i don't even think gen z is really that interested in disney parks in general i I don't think that they find any value in it like you don't see i think that they disney is definitely catering to that millennial market which makes sense because they're the ones who have money i think that they are missing out on a a whole generation that's not going to be taking their kids to disney that's not even going to disney themselves because they can't even afford it right now well gen z is known for being more fiscally conservative exactly because they're 30 percent more in debt so like we are struggling out here and i think the reason that i fell in love with disneyland during like when i was like in my early i'm still in my early 20s but like it was very cheap i remember the first pass that i had was like 30 dollars a month like hmm. it, I was able to go into the parks for $30 a month. And now that's impossible. That's crazy. That's what I'm not going to be universal pass. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I hope that they begin to understand like that, like you said, um, short-term goals um, for long-term issues. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. But there yeah. is some good news. I, I, you know, there is some things that they are doing culturally that I think are pretty interesting. Victoria, we've got some news about uh, one of those new things. So this one 
actually really happy about. So um, following the news um, a little while ago where before the fireworks, I believe, or in pre, yeah, pre-firework announcements, they would say um, dreamers of all ages instead mm-hmm. of ladies and gentlemen. Um, cast members are going to now address people without assuming their gender. So they're not going to say sir or ma'am anymore. They're going to call everyone friend, which I think is honestly it's great. I, I think it's fine because at the end of the day, I mean, yes, you want your guests to feel comfortable with you. So mm-hmm. why not call them friend? And it's, I mean, really, it's not okay to assume anyone's gender anyway. So. Right. I think it, and they, and they talk about, I don't think they're always going to use friend. They say they have some other things that they're thinking of using and, and attempting because it's one of those things where like, if someone's fighting somebody, you don't want a cast member who's like, friend, 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 <laughs> friend, <laughs> you know, it's, it doesn't work. Um, as well as, and I, I get it, but you know, in the same way, like you cut off probably we'll say half of the people when you say sir or madam, because there's just a simple, like, okay, so they're not talking to me. And so the communication goes faster. Um, I don't have no, of course I have no issue with any of this. It's just going to be interesting to see them, how, how they, how communication flow shifts and how they have to change what they're doing to make that work. It's going to be more neat. Eye contact is going to be needed more, um, before, uh, they say something, right? It's you can't call out mm-hmm. as far. Uh, you know, if there's three people and one's uh, identifies as male, you can't just yell "sir" and that one person's going to turn around because there's only three people. It's just going to be a little more complicated, and and that's perfectly fine. That's the part of communication. Um, it's always interesting when theme parks end up being the ones who are kind of I don't want to say the word play testing, but from a communication standpoint. Um, dealing with the scenarios that we don't deal with every day and they're getting them hundreds of times a day of going okay this word now works for this this word doesn't i think we'll see a sort of a mix of figuring out okay here's a good word for being aggressive (laughs) and inclusive (laughs) and here's a good word for you know it's going to take some time but i i'm happy that they're making the the call i think it's a smart move and we'll 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 see how it works out but yeah it's nice That's that's a small change i'm still not forgiving them for the don't say gay thing though (laughs) <laughs> right, right, and we have some interesting. <laughs> I mean, the 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 uh, love uh, pride banner uh, mural is still up uh, at Magic Kingdom because they're like, "Hey guys, we're we're uh, we're sorry," because uh, they forgot they love money and and. <laughs> but you know who's not making giving the money is the annual pass holders. So oh, yeah, that's true. No. That's true. I'll never get over that unfavorable. That just rubs me like I, I was just like I can't believe you said that. Like that's so rude so rude like so this is like in my face like you're really gonna say that like it was, i mean it was at least they're saying the quiet part out loud no? it's nice at least it's refreshing in that sense yeah um, it's in your face it's nice speaking of what uh is in people's faces uh sometimes that is stairs uh victoria Ooh. you have some news uh, for us on a, a recent incident at the parks what a segue huh for all those who can't hear victoria is, she's dying is, she can't she can't help it <laughs> She's, she's dying. How did you segue it like that? Because <laughs> I'm weird. I'm dark. Um, this was a serious matter. But, oh. I've, I've, I've broken. She's she's very fragile today, folks. If you can hear, there's a little more echo than normal for Victoria because she's it's currently in her bathroom. Um, uh, uh, just recording, hopefully. Um, yeah. Because your, a- your AC <laughs> is out. Correct? Correct. And they're not going to fix it until next weekend. That's not even guaranteed. So, so fans everywhere else, and we get her in the bathroom. So, yep. Um, uh, so she's just, she's a broken so, individual, people. It's okay. It's been a rough week. It's been a rough week. So, <laughs> what, um, especially, what happened? Especially for this person. Yeah, what we happened? Had a rough this fall. Poor, poor guest. So, I only learned about 
about this recently. Apparently, um, people are hurting themselves going down the exit stairs of Constant Rewind. I'm not sure what the layout is because I haven't done it yet. I'll do it next month though. Um, but sure. Well, let me let me give that layout if, oh. if it's helpful. So you exit and then you go upstairs and then immediately go back downstairs because if you think about it, what you're doing is underneath those stairs is the track the track is making the turn there oh. into the uh oh, okay. load area so it splits and, and and so you have to go up and then you go back down and the exit is right there so it's a fairly simple process and that sort of staircase up and down system you you can see in certain roller coasters that gets used because it's a good way of compacting um space um uh, but that's that's the overall layout so the stairs as as i think it's basically one big flight but it's a it's like a flight and no, it's two. It's a flight and then kind of a long, uh, like a like oh, I don't know what to call it, like a landing and then another flight. So I like I had heard people were getting dizzy and like kind of getting motion mm. sick, but not to this extent. So this person um um was with their mother and the mother was holding on to like the handrail of the stairs and I guess like her shoe got stuck and she fell down five steps mm. and hit her face on the um the railing. So she ended up having injuries from her head and her nose, and she was like in pain, obviously. Uh, cast member came and was like, trying to make sure she was okay until Reedy Creek came. Um, and guests were still going by, apparently. <laughs> like, <laughs> her, gotta get off like, that like, ride. Off, they have a lightning lane right after. Sorry. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta keep moving. <laughs> Money, you know. Cosmic Rewind's not gonna close for, for you know, yeah. for this. Keep, keep the mean, wagon like, trains moving. Keep it- Gotta keep it moving. Food and wine. They had a bunch of stuff going on that day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, we know they've moved more trash cans to the exit uh, or the exit of the ride. People really seem to be. I've I've ridden that thing seven plus times now. I've had no issues at all. Uh, But again, I'm. People can have issues. Um. What's that one ride in Epcot? The other one. The other ride in Epcot. You know, that's actually Mission pretty space? good because there's not that many. Yes, Mission um, Space. Oh, Mission no, right. Space. I thought you meant Test Track for a second. I was like, wait. Again. I feel like I would have more issues. I would be more dizzier on that one because that's technically like an actual simulator versus this one where you're just kind of spinning. But again, Except your I eyes are actually a part of the equation in Cosmic, whereas your eyes are sort of fixed oh. on a screen. Uh, and because that is not moving, you don't have the same imbalance issues. I don't know what the answer to this is. I, I think it's that... Uh, it, it, we take a wave of people that it, it's just going to take some time. It's like Mission Space, right? Like it takes a generation of getting green and throwing up and getting dizzy and then going, nope, I don't go on that anymore. And then they tell their friends and their friends are like, oh, okay, at least I know now. And there's a there's a level of information that gets passed around or decided. So, you know, I don't think that falling down these stairs is going to become a regular thing. Um, but they're saying that she's like the fourth I guess, victim of these stairs because like there have been multiple people that have had broken ankles. She herself, the mother. Injuries are pretty bad, but also how old is she? There's several factors to each situation you have to consider. Like how old was she? Did would should she have actually had help going down the stairs? Like, and there's an elevator. A pre-existing condition. Oh, there is. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Because, well, because, because, you know, they, they, they have to get the, uh, the wheelchairs down in some sort of way. I just Not feel sure. like they should have a cast member maybe put in that spot. Who am I going to catch? Be for real. Like, I'm not catching I anybody. You. If Florida, come on now. Like, I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm not catching anybody. Like, no. it, it's, it's not just happening. Give me the reprimand. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put my two weeks in before. <laughs> you know, we need to just, we, we'll keep one side as stairs and then we'll make a slide for the other side. <laughs> I think we all agree. We'd all be much yeah. happier. At least give us the option. I think all... 
malls and areas in the world should have just accommodated slides. I just feel like the slide is going to be sweaty, though. It'd be like a water slide at that point. Oh, gross. <laughs> Ew. Like, think I about it. Ew. Like, that's just going to be gross. And plastic in the heat, like, gross. Or metal. Like, if you're going to be sliding, because to fit the aesthetic of the ride. That's true. But you have some nice AC in there. So maybe yeah. get some of that grody off. But, like, why didn't they think about this? I feel like this is, like, I don't know, maybe, like, I get it. Maybe the layout of the ride, like you were saying, that there's stuff underneath the stairs. But, like, mm. you would think that a ride with spinny stuff maybe don't add stairs just in well, case maybe don't use an old ass building to to do this True. this is the yeah. this is always the design True. problem right they try yeah. to refurb stuff and then they're like we're gonna put the best ride in the world in this new thing and then it screws up and it's not as good. it's like when you when you do something new right when you do something like um oh i'm trying to think of a flight of passage and you're smart enough to go oh we're gonna need a bathroom like in this queue and you yeah. put one in there and here's water fountains and, you know, stuff. You just there are things you can't do because you don't have the ability when you have uh, like here's your building. Ellen Limited used to be space. in here and now it's yours. What are you going to do with it? So Ellen, I mean, that was Ellen's energy adventure. Yeah, that was Ellen. Oh, Green, yeah so. you're right. You're right. All right. Yeah. Do we still talk about Ellen? She's canceled. So, yeah, yeah. she's canceled, I guess. Yeah. Ellen oh, was canceled. Yeah. I don't know. If she's canceled for real. For real. You know, they always come back. I think she's yeah. just like. I don't think she was ever like canceled, canceled. I think she was just like, she's not cool yeah. anymore. Right. Yeah. She's kind of a jerk. I mean, I guess so. They got rid of her ride. That, <laughs> yes. That was the reason. But they, they, they foresaw it. They, they, they asked they their oracle. They foresaw it to the point of not having her voice story in the parks. This was thought out. <laughs> yes. That was definitely the reason and not budgetary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for yeah sure. They thought this, see, Disney's, Disney's smart. They're, they're, they know what yeah. they're doing. They asked the oracle. They, Walt's head. They just went down and talked to Walt. Oh, <laughs> seeing the future. Uh, anyway, enough of that. Let's go on over to the West Coast for. Oh my God, not the a, Oracle of Walt. Sorry, the Oracle of Walt. Yeah, there's <laughs> the not Oracle a lot of, of Walt. There's not I'm a lot of news this week. Turn that into my Twitter bio name. The Oracle of Walt. <laughs> the Oracle. Of Walt. <laughs> that should be the name of a new Disney blog. I just, I'm telling y'all, I just, we just came up with something. <laughs> <laughs> you can join us all at oracleofwalt.com. I will tell you what the future six months hold. Uh, we are going to do some some oracling uh, in a little bit, so stay tuned for that. But yeah. before we get there, we have not a lot of news this week from Disneyland. Uh, again, D23 is is a month away, and people have decided they're not going to release anything. So uh, it's a lot of just kind of small stuff. But this is important for not really guest experience, but cast member experience. So tell us uh, what's going on over there, Sarah. Yeah, so um, I don't know if you guys have heard, but over the past couple of months, there has been a battle um, with the attendance policy over at Disneyland. So there has been talks about cast members not showing up for a lot of their ships. Um, there has been a cast member shortage, all these different things. It, we've It's been noticeable in the parks. Um, so I guess Disneyland's solution to that is an entirely new attendance policy that is unbelievably ridiculous um, to the cast members, considering that the policy prior to that was somewhat lenient like like with working at disneyland it's very tedious it's a hassle to get to the parks like you literally have to like be there two hours before your shift sometimes i'm sure it's worse at disney world because of the the space and all that um but basically this new policy has a couple of um things it used to be a point system um so you whenever you would hit a certain point number whether it be like 12 points in six months or 18 points and whatever um that's when you would get disciplinary action but now um it's no longer a point system Instead, it's basically attendance infractions at um, a specific set of time. So for full-time cast members, it's every 25 hours that you miss, that's considered an infraction. Um, And for um, 
part-timers, it's 17, every 17 hours. That's considered an infraction. Um, and tardies are tracked separately. There's different amounts of unexcused time for full-time and cast and full-time cast and part-time cast. Um, and their supplementary sick pay is not received like at a certain amount of time. So you used to be able to use two hours of sick pay to cover an entire day, an entire shift, but now you have to use that entire shift time. Um, so that because of that two hour time um, or that two hour point thing, you were able to, you were given 24 hours as a part-timer to use throughout the year. Um, and you could use, essentially you had 12 shifts that you could miss if you used it correctly, but now you only have three that you can miss. Um, so it's a whole, it's like, it's a complete different um, way of doing it. It's very confusing. Um, cast members are only allowed to trade up to three days off, like two off to another cast member. Um, and it's confusing to a lot of cast members because they see it as there's like a whole new system, but there's two different metrics from the previous system. So as you can see, it's a lot. It's a, the, the policy is a lot. It's very confusing. It's very frustrating to a lot of cast members. They just see it as very unfair. The union has gone back and forth with Disney multiple times and Disney does not want to waiver whatsoever because they see it as essentially um, the only way to keep cast members. But there have been talks that this has already happened to in 2005 and that led to a huge layoff of cast members. So this is a this is an issue. I don't know what your guys' thoughts are. If you have any, given Disney Genie Plus, <laughs> it's just as confusing. <laughs> it's very confusing. I tried to take as much notes, but like, there's so much in there, and everybody's mad at the union because they feel like they didn't really fight as hard. Hmm. But what can you what can you do? Like, yeah. there's right. Like if the if there's if the other side's not going to negotiate, they can only do so much. Yeah. It's a choice, I guess. Like, I get it, but then at the same time, it makes no sense because you're currently in a cast member shortage. And if your cast members don't understand the new system, then you're going to punish them for lack of knowledge. It just doesn't leave any leeway. Like, there's no, um, it doesn't feel like they'll be able to kind of accommodate certain cast members or like certain situations. Like, you used to be able to take five days off and get three points. That's it. But now every single one of those days that you take off is considered an infraction. Like that's considered a shift that you missed instead of one for five. And then you can only, you can only trade three shifts you said? Yeah, you could only trade with, so like if someone has a day off and you want that day off, you could only give it away three times a year. Like that's ridiculous. Like you can, that's, that's, I feel like that's basically slave labor at that point. Like when are you going to get a break? Like how do you, how do you arrange a week off for yourself? Um, That's, they're saying to just put it in. They're just saying to put in that PTO and hope that like, they'll give you the day off but you don't even know if they will so you're that's kind of crazy. insane that's insane because like when I was working there they literally had no issue like yeah. there was one time I took one week off because I just wasn't feeling well yeah and it was not an issue so now they yeah. like what if someone's not feeling well what if they need a mental health day I mean you yeah. mentioned staff shortages earlier and that's sort mm-hmm. of the this is why you have this new policy like exactly the idea is now like okay well we need people and we can't get people because uh we're not we're not you know uh, employee friendly anymore um and uh it's not a great place to work and so they are holding the fire to the people whose feet they have because they can't seem to get anyone in the door and not a good it's not a good scene because as you were saying like 
you're not going to get other people in the door because no one wants to be under that kind of heat. So there's no perks to working there. Like you can't even get it. Like the, the perk of being able to sign yourself into the park, you can't even do that anymore. Yeah. Like there's been so there's so many blockout dates to where there, there used to be none. Like yeah. working. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Like I, when I used to work there, all those perks were one of the reasons why I was like, you know what? It's worth the hassle. Like it's mm-hmm. worth having to get here two hours early. It's worth the costumes. It's worth like, it's worth the guests. But at this point, like if you go work at Target, you'll get a better You'll get yeah. a better attendance policy. Like this is an awful attendance policy. Probably get better pay too, to be honest. <laughs> For yeah. real. And and I think the thing here too is and, and and you something that was sort of during the earnings call, there was talk of well, you know, demand is so high. We we don't have any. All our parks are just like to the gills, and we we're trying to fluctuate the reservation system to make it work better. You can go on there right now, and every day this month is available. Like. Yeah, it's it's nonsense, right? So they've created this false. Ver- it's not that cast members can't go to the parks; it's that they don't want to let the cast members go yeah. to the parks. You can't blame COVID anymore for mm-hmm. acting this way. It's not this isn't wartime anymore, people. Like you have to give, and this is the problem with, of course, American business. Uh, right? They they found a time in emergency. To have emergency powers, we're going to strip all this away because we have to. It's an emergency. It's like a martial law vibe. Right. And then it's it really like, is. but we're never going to give you any of this back. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's just nonsense. And they can keep blaming. And again, I didn't, see, I wasn't looking at the Disneyland reservations. Um, or they're available. Blackouts, but no, they're available. They're available. Yeah. I only, so, I only know because I had to check for my own trip. Right. And that's the thing is like, this is, we are now layers deep in a, a, uh, uh, it's basically a joke. It's a, it's a, we made it up. We we won't tell you, we won't tell you if the park is actually full of people or if it's not, we're not going to tell you if this line is actually very long or it's not. We're, uh, but just buy as much as you can from us and we can guarantee you'll get on something. It's manufactured scarcity at this point. Like it's, it's it really not, is. 100%. It's not real. No, like that park, they'll tell you things are selling out. It'll be back in a week. Yeah. You and know, that like, park to this day is not as crowded as it was several years yeah. ago. At and, all. No, and I'm not it. saying that I want it to be that crowded. I don't here's a here's a weird thing. I don't hate a reservation system. I really don't. As long as it's flexible and it makes exactly. sense. Yeah. Um and and you know, if that was the case, if if every two the moment that they need more because people want to pay, they just always seem to turn on the faucet and they suddenly have more, right? Like mm-hmm. it's 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 all this fakery, and because of that, it's just it just seems impossible. Um, to get a real grip, anytime they have these earnings calls or anything, they're like, "We made more money because we made everyone pay more," right? Like they don't say the the, the stuff out loud. It's like, "Well, attendance is down, but we also manipulated it so that yeah, people couldn't come when they wanted to." And like, like you are cre- like, and this is very much a JPEG thing. You are creating a image for shareholders that suggests that people are gripping at the gates and screaming and wanting in. When the reality is, is it's not that hard to get into the parks, even in the system that you've created. So I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's frustrating. And when you use those kind of excuses to, um, as a ruse to also like take away the rights that have been given to cast members uh, for decades at Disneyland, that's horrid. And it's, it's, 
this, the frustrating and, and sad part is like at this point they've made cast members feel like they're replaceable because mm-hmm. Disneyland is the largest employer like in Orange yes. County. So there will always Even though they're be... not because they need people. They can't get them. <laughs> they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem was is because right before right before COVID, there was a hiring freeze for like six plus months. They weren't hiring anybody. Right. So that was right. the issue. So when so then when they had all those layoffs and all those people kind of went and did their own thing, like they laid off, I think, what was it like 10,000 people? So mm-hmm. at that point, now you're going to have to rehire all those people and you're hiring people that might not necessarily meet the standard of a cast member because you're just kind of hiring quickly and quickly. Mm-hmm. And that's going to get worse and worse because now they're going to have so much of a, uh, a turnover. There's yeah. going to be cast members that are constantly filtering through and that's going to affect not only the cast members that have been there for such a long time and take pride in their work and their job. It's going to affect the guests that are going in that are not going to be getting the actual, um, they're not going to be getting premium service or the yeah. premium cast member anymore not saying that the ones that are there are not premium but it takes time to learn to be a cast member it takes time to navigate the park and all the intricacies of like all everything about being a cast member it's a difficult job so when you're firing people that have that have only been there for three months to hire another person because of this this bullshit ass attendance policy yeah it's just not gonna work it's going to be awful all around and i think that it's going to all catch up to them soon. So it It's not going to last very long, I don't think. And yeah. it certainly isn't going to last once uh, the unions are actually up for renegotiation. So, And I hope um, they do something this time because this uh, – no offense to the union right now. Um, they have not been fight- – like I don't know. It just doesn't really seem like they're fighting that hard, like even when the right. wages was an issue. Like a, a the wages thing was – It was rough. Like yeah. it, I don't really understand the point of a union at this point um, because they're not really doing what they're supposed to do. Like it yeah. just, it's not – like it doesn't feel like there's any there's any protections like right. negotiating against Disney like that. Well, and as uh, to paraphrase a classic movie line like, uh, you know, face it, Jake, uh, it's Orange County. You know, like there's yeah. – <laughs> Orange County is like it's run it's run by one person and that's, you know, uh, Walter Elias Disney uh, himself. So uh, – but anyway, we're going we're gonna to leave that and talk a little more broad uh, about uh, – we were talking earlier about uh, the um, – uh, Victoria, you're not giving Disney a pass for saying uh, nothing really about the don't say gay bill here in Florida. Um, but of course, um, uh, there is some new news out, Sarah, uh, dealing with both Disney and Universal um, and, and a, another piece of legislation. Yeah, so um, we currently have up um, in this, it's going up for consideration in the Senate, um, the Respect for Marriage Act, and that's essentially going to codify uh, gay marriage, um, interracial marriage, all types of marriage um, into law. And the Walt Disney Company and Comcast and DC Universal um, have declared their support. So they had a letter, sent it to representatives and said, we... We love the gays. <laughs> so yeah. that's what they said. <laughs> we're still we're still giving money to fascists under the table, but uh, yeah. like don't we love mind the gays, that. But here's a little here's a little something. Here's a little <laughs> something, something. It is interesting to see Universal speak out because a lot of people were kind of calling their shit for mm-hmm. not speaking at all. Yeah. yeah. Oh but I weirdly find Universal to be uh a a worse silent partner in the don't say gay bill than Disney. Disney screwed it up and then at least sort of like backtracked and kind of lost like, for five minutes or something. Nothing. Universal was like, you take this boo. I'm, I'm out. Uh, right? I'm going to sit back and. Uh... Like you got this Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if it's not universal more so, if it's more so Comcast. Mm. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, it's overarching companies because it was the Disney company and then Comcast. Right? Yeah. But of course, Florida politics is a lot smaller than something that's broad like this. I, th- I can imagine both companies wanting something like this nationally. I think 
you know, it makes total sense. And then realizing kind of the, uh, I don't know, the machinations of local state politics are a lot different um, for a state law. So it's, it's messy. I don't want to, can we give them like a B plus for doing this? It's kind of like, congrats, you did the, the right thing. Like it's the bare minimum. I mean, to. it's the bare minimum. I mean, yeah. Uh, but love is universal victoria that's what i love is universal it is that's what it says on my shirt that i bought (laughs) also something that's universal now in the streaming uh atmosphere is ad supported uh streaming platforms so now more people can watch stuff uh, and you can all enjoy that one geico commercial eight times in a (laughs) row uh and then uh next 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 break you get a, a different Geico commercial. Can we discuss how they announced it, though? Sure. Well, let's give a little information first before we get to that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give us a lowdown on the new... Uh... Um, so Disney Plus is launching a new ad version of it. Um, so for a while now, we have all been getting Disney for the low uh, for, I believe it was like $7.99 um, a month for no ads. Um, and it could you could also bundle it up with Hulu and ESPN for like $10 or something like that. It was, so it was 15. A, 15. It's yeah. 13 so, for me. 13? Yeah. It, they had so many deal. wild deals. Well, they had so many wild deals and three year contracts yeah. and so many. Yeah, mine was through stuff. Verizon. Yeah, so, so yeah. it's it's kind of hard to pinpoint like what we all actually paid. Like, Let's say seven think... to fifteen for everybody. That seems yeah, to be yeah, the range. Yeah, yeah. That sounds so, good. that's a nice round around range. there. Um, but now um, Disney said nope. So they're going to be adding ads. Um, I'm kind of surprised they just barely added ads. But it's going to be $10.99 without ads a month. And it's going to be $7.99 with ads. And that'll be coming up in December, December 8th, to be specific. Um, but that is a, um, from $7.99 to $10.99, that's a 38% increase. So Yay. it's pretty high. Like, yeah. it's really, really high. Um, and so I'm so confused why they did it. And they're only three years old. Yeah, I mean, Not even it, three makes, years old. it makes sense because like a lot of streaming services have this, especially if they have like Hulu along mm-hmm. with it. And that's well, and kind of had ads for a minute. Yeah, they had the Hulu model like, yeah. already. I don't understand why. I kind of don't understand why they didn't start with this, to be honest. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I'm surprised I'm it kind of sure. came. If, to me, it feels a little late. Like I felt like it would have came out with ads from the from the get go. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to do Disney plus ESPN and Hulu, it is $19.99 now. Yeah. So it's a significant bump. And if you're adding that with all the tens of billions of streaming services that are out there, it's looking like cable prices. So yeah. I'm happy to go back to cable, to be honest. You <laughs> might as well go back to cable because the whole point of streaming was to that not it was cheap. have ads. Yeah. It was cheap. So we'll see where it goes in terms of pricing at this point. Yeah, the thing is, is like, and this is, I think, why they're doing the, the, the ad supported system has been we can convince people that are month people who show up for Loki and then bounce and don't show up until they want to come back for another series they like, right? Mm. Um, they can kind of be like, here's a price point that maybe you'll just stick with it and like be okay. Yeah. Um, I get that, I guess, but you guys are right. We're, we're entering, I, 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 here's the thing we're about to hit cable prices if you have everything, but yeah. I think we're about to lose like four different services all at once in the next five years. So I'm we know really that pissed about the HBO thing. Yeah, we know it, well, HBO yeah. Max, of course, which is a great library, has uh, been bought by uh, the creators of Honey Boo Boo, and have decided that I be- that was Discovery, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was TLC. Yeah, it was Discovery. TLC is a part of Discovery. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, they got everything. You know what? They provided us 90 Day Fiance. I love that. They okay, gave- but I do like 90 Day Fiance. That's what I'm saying. Like so, like, they- well, guys, if you if you didn't notice, that's one of their main 
uh, universes that they have when they did the presentation. They have Batman, they have Superman, <laughs> and they have the 90 Day Fiance universe is no what's the, way. what they call it. Oh yes. my God. But yeah, I, we're going to see how that all plans out or pans out, I should say. I, I think, you know, if they was, those, first of all, we have who, who knows who owns what in five years, but some mergers and uh, Peacock ain't going to be around in five years. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. They're I like all make, the Real Housewives. They're going to make more money just giving uh, their content to third parties in Netflix than they are. Honestly, doing they would stuff. do well. They would do well to do that. Wow, yeah. that's a really big increase. I pay fourteen dollars for the bundle now. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Watch ESPN. I don't even watch ESPN. That's not for my boyfriend. Well, then then boyfriend got a pony up. Is yeah. what it sounds like. Um, yeah, he going to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like seven ninety nine was to me very reasonable because like a lot of what Disney Plus had was kind of just like an older archive, like a library. So it For, made sense. But now what at they the have beginning. at the yeah. beginning, yeah. beginning, yeah. Now I can understand that increase. Like I'm not gonna sit here and lie. It it is it, it, to me it seems like a fair increase considering the library so. that they're building up, all the phase whatever of Marvel and all the yeah. billion shows that are coming out. Like it, it does True. make sense, but it's kind of like where are we going to go from here? What's how much of an increase is it going to be next year? If you're going to well, go up 38%. Yeah. There, That's comes true. A, there comes a point where there's a, a, I mean, they're not making any money. I, I don't think there's a lot of mm-hmm. sh- like, it's weird how shareholder things work where they're like, all we got to do is it's got to seem like we're making money. And then we our, our stocks are fine. Like we got to show confidence, right. Um, in our product. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like no streaming service really has made money. You know, like Netflix is like so, so deep in the red. Um, uh, like everyone just keeps spending money, but no one really knows what the game is to to make money. And the problem is, is even at these numbers, these are like you know pretty classic ad and premium kind of yeah. numbers. Uh, you're not going to pay off your Marvel budget. Like, what is? I mean, the hope I guess is merch, right? Like, the hope is all these shows create a bunch of merchandise that we can then sell to kids and to nerds. Or theme park entertainment. Yeah, yeah, I guess, but I mean, even that costs money on the on the on the front end. Um, mm-hmm. So I, it's interesting. I who knows what this. Ends it up. makes me wonder why they're even doing Disney Plus days, kind of, because it's like, I mean, I <laughs> well, the new I Disney mean, Plus day, which of course the activations they're doing uh, all over the machine uh, is basically synergy. us us giving them uh, an extra four dollars. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, crazy. It's like they're just gonna stand like there and good go. Good news, Disney money, Plus please. Day. Bad news. <laughs> You're gonna pay like eight dollars more. Yeah, so it is crazy. I I would say of any service they have, how do I put it? They have enough kind of momentum in their content that uh, it feels worth it. I'm always watching a Marvel show, right? I'm always watching a Star Wars show. Now, when the quality dips, we're gonna have a real big issue. Like if I keep getting more Book of Boba Fett, I'm not gonna, you know, last. Okay, like so Book of Boba Fett was really disappointing. But that bubble is gonna burst soon like i i just at this point like it's just very exhausting like it just star wars and marvel like it's just yes. star wars and marvel like streaming honestly services. like give me something else documentary like yeah, the occasional occasional light magic yeah, yeah. um like, i did enjoy that like, magic by the way okay nice. cool and, and some good national geographic stuff i think they've, yeah. they've done really well kind of utilizing that as a property um but you're right like it's we'll see what happens they, they have a right to do this i don't disagree but we'll see if they can keep up the desire mm-hmm. to do that. Speaking of a thing they do not have a right to do, we have some casting announcements uh, for Haunted Mansion. Uh, guys, not the Haunted Mansion. This is uh, Haunted, Haunted Mansion. Mansion. 
cut the the, it's cleaner, right? As as the social network calls it. It's minimal. So, yeah, Haunted Mansion is the new It's movie. edgy. So, tell us about these casting rumors for the Haunted Mansion, sorry. Oh, my God. Um, let me start off with a, with a nice one, I guess. Um, yeah, so, it's not too bad. Yeah, that's not too bad. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is um, rumored, but I don't really think it's a rumor, um, is going to play uh, Madame Leota. So that's pretty exciting. I think she, I think she'd yeah. be a good fit. Um, she's, I mean, oh, when you have a... okay. Yeah. She she's has a, a very sc- animated face. So like, she I think that's really she's, she's a screen queen icon. True, true, um, true. You know, like... It makes sense. It, it kind of works. It's... It's we. I mean, let's all remember who played her last in a movie. It was Jennifer Tilly. So mm-hmm. we're not exactly downgrading. Yeah. Question: This mm-hmm. is no longer being done by Guillermo. Correct? This is not Guillermo del Toro's haunted mansion movie. This is not the Ryan Gosling movie that he was oh, working fuck. on. Okay. No, this is. Uh, I'm trying to remember who's all been rumored at this point. There's two. Uh, uh, there's. We'll get to the the big one uh, in a second here. Well, once I look this up. Um, but let's see here. The 2023 Haunted Mansion movie currently has cast. Uh, apparently, this is of course they've not confirmed a lot of this. Um, uh, Rosario Dawson's in it. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield is playing uh, one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I oh, do. Okay. I do love me some Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, he's so. Good. Um, if I can't have a Jonathan Majors, I do like to have a Lakeith Stanfield uh, in the wings. So I'll take a Lakeith Stanfield. Owen Wilson uh, is playing a priest, I guess. Um, and Tiffany Haddish Tiff- is Yeah, in. Tiffany Haddish. I, I'm not a big Tiffany Why Haddish is Tiffany person. Haddish in it? I feel I'm like if she's in a movie, I don't hate her. Right. Uh, I don't and then, hate her. I like Tuka and Birdie. Uh, yeah. And, and, and a good one, Danny DeVito is rumored to be in it. Love him. Um, they seem to be doing a thing where if you look at sort of – there seems to be like a priest, a psychic, a history professor. Like I think they're bringing people into the mansion to like explore it or something. We'll see mm-hmm. how kind of the plot uh, lays out. giving comedy haunted mansion and I don't like comedy haunted mansion. I don't mansion. like haunted – no, I do not either. Um, but let's talk about the the best uh, current rumor that we have. Would anyone like uh, – Sara, please, God. please tell us. Please tell us who's rumored for this movie. Um, Jared Leto's nasty ass is going to be in this movie as the Hatbox ghost. I'm sorry. Jared Leto is just gross. I, I don't He's like this. me. I'm from the house of Gucci. I now have a hat in the box. You know, he's so meta. Uh, you know, he's going to cut his own head off just to, just I mean, to really would. experience it. He's very pretentious. Here's the thing about that's weird about this movie. Do you know who's directing it? It's the guy behind Dear White People. So it's got this interesting pedigree uh, that okay. could be interesting. Could be interesting. Uh, the thing is, is it's written by uh, a she's a she she worked as a writer on Parks and Recreation, and she wrote The Heat for Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. Okay, okay. Uh, and wrote the, a comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she wrote the 2016. I don't want to call it the girl Ghostbusters movie, but it's not the newest one. Is what I'm saying. Here. Yeah, it's the, it's the I, I uh, it. yeah. yeah. Listen, okay, the Danny one that DeVito. was. We won't talk about that one too much, but yeah. it, it had its moments. Uh, but yeah, so that's who we have sort of doing this movie. I don't know. <laughs> okay, we we only have a few more years with Danny DeVito, mm-hmm. and I would rather his time Wait, be spent on Hercules. I'm just being realistic, y'all. Like, I would rather his time be spent on Hercules than this. Like, can oh, we please? Oh, you're right. Can we we all please? know he needs to play. I mean, it's gonna be a CGI version, but he's still got a yeah. voice and do the mocap. 
exactly can we just please shift our attention like i don't know who to, who we need to talk to he Petitions, is 77 something. years old just so we're clear yeah he is he yeah he is like he's he's what i like there. though is that harrison ford is 80 <laughs> and when you compare them Danny DeVito looks like he should be 120. So no. I love me, Danny DeVito. Yes, everybody loves Danny DeVito. But it's just like, God forbid, God forbid. I'm God praying forbid. that nothing happens to my boy, but I would rather his attention be shifted. Can we please get the budget somewhere else? Can we talk about, for watch. five seconds, I want to talk about, not Jared Leto, but I want to talk about Gen Z's love of Danny DeVito, which I think is a very specific <laughs> thing. It's true. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. He just, and like, it he's just an come, icon. It doesn't really come from It's Always Sunny. I think it does a little mm-hmm. bit for millennials. So a lot of millennials like skipped him and then like, I don't know, they had Matilda maybe. And then it was It's yeah, Always Sunny. That's, uh, that was my first introduction to him was Matilda. Me too. Yeah, a lot of people. And I think Gen Z really, I don't know, somehow dug out that movie. Um, <laughs> Damn uh, good movie. Which, which he directed. So, Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Yeah, he's a uh, classic icon. Love him. icon. We agree. He's we all icon. agree. Maybe he can direct this movie. I don't know. That would be a much different movie. So, uh, but I don't know. But Jared Leto, I mean, you got to be joking me. You're going to go on the D23 stage and confirm that Jared Leto <laughs> is playing the, one of the most iconic ghosts in your attraction. Why would they insist on forcing this man down our damn throat? I don't For know. Real. And I also don't. I don't understand. I do not understand how uh, if I'm Bob Chapek, and again, I'm not if I'm Bob Chapek, because if I'm Bob Chapek, I'm doing terrible things, right? But if I'm in his position, uh, I just give twenty million dollars to Guillermo del Toro and say, "You are a Academy Award winning director. Go make a sca- the scariest haunted mansion movie you want, right? Like just do it, yeah. Because we've already had the goofy one. Like make it spooky, scary, fun, and go." And we Whatever just had the Muppet version. So it's like, I don't want a real life Muppet version. Like, it just. I'm tired. Even though the Muppet one was no good. More. The Muppet right. one was good as shit. It was but good. Like, it's the Muppets. They can exactly. do no wrong. But yeah. like, I'm, I just don't want funny Haunted Mansion. Uh, I just want Phantom. I want Phantom Matter. That's what How I is Jared want. Leto yeah. going to be in a comedy? To me, he just has always been like a, a quote unquote senior, a serious actor. Yeah. He's been in like a lot of serious roles. So. He takes himself a little too seriously, in my opinion. I mean, but. he was funny in House of Gucci, but not on purpose. <laughs> yeah, not on purpose. I don't think. I'm but... still trying to finish it, and you're not wrong. No. You <laughs> Did I tell for... you I walked out of that movie? No. You walked, I walked out, out, of out of House of Gucci? I walked out. Of... Okay, there was multiple reasons why I like I walked out, but it was, first of all, not a good movie. Multiple Second of all, reasons? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm intrigued now because I'm okay. only halfway okay. through. So we went to go see House What's of Gucci. What's wrong with you people? Halfway through, you left for multiple reasons. I, I like okay. it so, so specific. Okay, go but ahead. This movie, I was so excited for because I was like, oh my God, like it's, it looks so cool. Like it just, I don't know. I love Adam Driver. Really I'm a little stand. Yeah, um, right. yeah, like it looked cool from the trailer. So I was like, okay, okay, you know, I can, for Jared Leto, we can ignore, but you know, whatever. So um, during the movie, there was, I was, we were sitting next to this couple and I guess the girl read the book and every single time she would look over to her boyfriend and be like oh my god this is where da, 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 da. and he, no. she ended up oh, oh no your ears are, victoria she ends up doing this and this to him da, 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 da. and we were just like i literally had to turn to her and i was like have you seen this movie and she was just like no and i was like okay then why are you talking like why are you talking right now why are you spoiling Oof. the whole plot and then there was like people that were all the way down like our row and they were it was kind of like it wasn't the, it was when omicron was kind of coming back so it was mm-hmm. like still covidy so there yeah. was like this mask couple. wearing going on yeah like there was like this group of people and this couple who were like first of all shoes off gross um and oh. they were just like coughing up a storm 
laughing. Like it was absolutely, like it was just gross. Like I couldn't handle it. And then the movie was just like, after that sex scene, it was like a little, Ugh. so. <laughs> a little, <laughs> like, is like, I mean, I thought, I mean, it was kind of hot. I don't know. It like, was just too much I for mean, me. It, too it much? Was too much. It happened. It happened. Yeah. I don't know. To me, it was a little much. But, oh, I didn't um, know you were. I didn't know you were such a Jane Austen sort of dainty oh, flower. No. No, 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 no. Okay, not so like that. So I was that. like, I ain't no freak. I, I'm over here. I'm, I just, I'm a dainty. I don't know anything. I'm an innocent, sweet. Cover my, person. cover my eyes. Like, okay, know? Elizabeth Doolittle. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like it. To, it just was very like jarring. I think sure. because it was like out of no- it was. It, I don't know. It wasn't out of nowhere, but to me, it was just like Ugh. like yeah. It just I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it out of my head that it was Adam Driver and Lady Gaga. Does that make sure, sense? Sure, I get that. So, I thought Adam Driver. That. Adam Driver just looks great as an Italian. So he really does. Yeah, he's he's Adam Driver. Just always going to stand, no matter if the role is good or bad. Right, but. Yeah, you know, I just walked out of the movie. Um, awful experience. Well, like I'm sorry that, to hear that for some reason just like dropped my ever since that movie, I've gone to the movies a lot less. So <laughs> which is crazy. Because <laughs> we used to go, we used to go like two to three times to the movie theater. So like Come a on week now. So get, like get on it. movies were like I just we were always on it. So you're ruining the movie industry. Guys, this is how little we have to talk about this week because we're yeah. we're talking about House of Gucci in <laughs> August twenty two. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but anyway, getting ass. getting back to Haunted Mansion, it's uh, uh, yeah, that's the that's that's the rumors of the casting, and we'll see where everything goes. But of course, we've already been talking about how we're going to do a little little Oracle of Walt, a little bit of uh, predictions. So D twenty three is currently a month away. The plan is, as of right now, we are not going to have an episode recorded the Thursday before D twenty three because that would be insane. So we are instead, if everything goes to plan, all right, we'll keep you guys updated. The plan is we are going to have a shorter podcast for every single day of D23. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we will have one to talk about the Disney and Pixar films. We'll have one to talk about Marvel and Star Wars, and we'll have one to talk about the Disney theme parks. That's the plan. So uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. So we'll get there. But we are going to – with a month away, we're going to do some some oracling ourselves. Um, What do you guys think? What do you predict? What are your big predictions for what happens at D23 at these panels? Any thoughts? People mover. Tomorrowland overhaul, please. <laughs> I'm begging. Girl, that is a lost cause. <laughs> At Disneyland, we need it so bad, y'all. Um, I hope we see more of um, the Pixar Avatar movie. I want to see more of that. I forget what it's called. The, did you oh, say the oh. Pixar Avatar movie? <laughs> yeah. The Elements one. <laughs> okay. Oh, the Elements one. Because about it. Wait, we have expanded the Avatar series beyond no, 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 these live no, no, action no, movies? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Yeah, the last airbender, the Avatar, the last airbender Pixar version. I want to see more of that. (laughs) The Pixar version of the last airbender, which is the one that Andy saw when he was in. That's why he bought it. Exactly. Exactly. Got it. Very easy to understand. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to see I want to see more from that. Hopefully we get like maybe a teaser or something. I'm definitely banking on 40th Epcot stuff. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Because they're. Because there's not been a peep out of that. I didn't even think yeah. about that. Yep, that's coming up. It's very soon. It's very soon. That's October. why I'm like, they're, they're going to use D23 to be like, we're going to do this. Moana is going to do this. I mean, I'm going to assume they're going to do the announcements and then cancel them like in a few years. But yeah, I think I think you have at best. I think you have them saying they're going to finish the middle section of Epcot the in Future World. 
Um, and by that, I mean they're going to lay grass and the, the stage will get there when it gets there. Um, but at, at the 40th, it'll be like, hey, look, grass. Like I, you can now walk from one side to the other, um, which is actually be nice. I just want them to put trees. Let's have an announcement for trees, please, all over Epcot. Do you know how lit I would be for trees? Mm. Or a just, chair? A Nazi, just a Nazi a construction fish? walls. Yeah, I would be very yeah. thrilled just for that. Um, some shade? God damn. I think you have more of an I think you have more of an opportunity for something on the West Coast getting announced than here in, in Disney World. I think Disney I think World so too. Is, it's time. Yeah. I think yeah. it's, it's time. Yeah, they haven't well, really done anything. We'll probably see some stuff from the Disneyland Forward project. You don't uh, think? Maybe. Mm. I feel like that's got backburnered pretty hard. I think but yeah. we'll see. I think mm. that I think that at best we're going to get I mean, we're gonna get something. I think agree. I think they're gonna talk about play pavilion. I think they're going to talk about and that's of course here uh at Epcot. I think they're going to announce the season for the the opening of Tron. Um, Tiana's. Uh, they are Tiana's. already saying they're previewing, they are. previewing Tiana's. Yeah. So that counts for both coasts. That may, that might be what you get for <laughs> the West Coast. The only thing I can really see is if the rumor is true that they're turning tree, Tarzan's treehouse into Encanto themed. I mean, there's something. Because yeah. at this point, there's nothing. Like the fact that, there's oh, really nothing. Know, who tweeted it? I think, I don't know if it was you, Victoria, but it was talking about how like Fro- the energy that Frozen got versus Encanto, like it's just absolutely oh, yeah, that was ridiculous. Me. That was you, yeah. So it's like, yeah. I, I want to see like something. Like I, it wouldn't make sense to have an Encanto, the treehouse. Like, yeah. But that would be such so. a small announcement, I feel like. I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I, I, they have a lot of stuff that sort of they have less money that they're now putting back in the parks, but I don't think they're gonna be willing to tell us much at this point. But they've they've already been announcing things like throughout the year. Yeah. So, so it doesn't really back? feel like there's anything new. I, I don't. If really... Anything is probably gonna be Marvel heavy, if anything. But, but that's then we all. Just again. have Comic Con. It's all preview stuff. I think they'll well, they announce some more yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's just preview stuff. It's just but preview I, stuff. It's gonna be a new trailer yeah. for Wakanda Forever. There'll be a new trailer. There'll probably be a teaser for Haunted Mansion. There's probably gonna be a teaser for Indiana Jones Five. Um, Ooh, maybe phase done. two for Avengers Campus. Maybe they'll talk about that. Maybe. Maybe they'll finally open that freaking e-ticket Roger was supposed to get. <laughs> Good luck. Let's Good be luck. for real. <laughs> that's been canceled, girl. Like, uh, they've happening. turned that building into a meet and greet. They're yeah, very that's, excited. It's um, not. Yeah. I, <laughs> that I, building's a break room. Like, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> it's a nice uh, break room, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I think I think we're I don't know. I'm trying to think of what's going to be like new. I don't like to think of it's like, okay, new Pinocchio trailer, new, like, as far as like uh, parks. Well, they got the Disney 100 anniversary. Or Maybe anything. they're going to do stuff with that. You know, they may talk about the 100th. Um, that's coming. They have a panel up. for it. Maybe magic happens. Maybe that'll come back. Maybe they'll. Um, I, I think um, everyone would be happy for. Uh, oh, literally I, anything. <laughs> here's my. You want to guess? Uh, okay, give us a wild card. Does anyone have any wild cards for. Uh, was it Dark Horses? Your Dark Horse uh calls here here's my dark horse call you ready for it okay all right i'm ready they are going to bring the electric parade to magic kingdom <laughs> oh it's okay you know what it's okay. i be- i believe that's 65 percent only because the reason they haven't brought a nighttime parade back is because of the fl- the flow issue once the parade mm-hmm. ends but right. i can see them doing it uh, you don't create a whole new float, use it for five minutes like they did at Disneyland, and then put it back in storage. That, that thing's going that, somewhere. Yep, 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 yep. Exactly. But uh, yeah, so that's my dark horse. I think we're going to get the electrical parade at Magic Kingdom. Uh, any, I'm uh, anybody still sticking else? by. 
people mover. I think it's going to happen. I really oh, think it's going to happen. I hope for your or sake. Something like I really feel like something something with Tomorrowland has to happen at this point. Like they, I, I don't think they can really go does. on for this long. Um, so hopefully that's I think that's my that's where I'm betting. OK, Victoria, do you have one? I do. And you know what? It's probably crazy as shit. They gonna put Boss Burger or something in Hollywood Studios. Oh, you, you want so? my rumor? Yeah. You, want, you want my idea? I'll take it. No, it was my idea, but she would hand. Well, it. we but we we'll say I, <laughs> I we'll say I fleshed out your your initial concept into you my own. You guys better concept. go put in that invoice if that happens. Yeah, I agree. I know, We're right? gonna sue if they do it without because our permission. We I know, right? It, well, there are it's time stamped. There are days we know when it was yeah. when we said it. So my oh, I don't know. My concern, of course, I think they might do if they did something, it'd be a little shack. But my concern is that they are the movie is done and they're going to sort of be like, all right, the show's going to keep going. But you know, like, do they want to do a push? You know, do they want to do more? I felt uh, like they were going to kind of treat it like The Simpsons in a way. I was hoping. Which is why, and that's what I was banking on, which is why I was like, maybe they'll put it, not even in studios, but maybe they'll put it somewhere in California Adventure and kind of make it like IOA in a way. Is like there, how they have a, a Simpson land? There's a paradise uh, pier section that's not Pixar-fied, right? Isn't there something? Yes. Yeah. That's what we said when, we, when we were talking about it. That's um, right. Yeah, it's California-themed. Yeah. The Golden Zephyr area and the Jumping Jellyfish. Okay. The Sky so those section. Could- this could turn into but uh, i'm hoping for a coco dark ride <laughs> over there so. okay all right that's what i'm kind of wanting I, I really do i want something in concert or coco themed in california adventure like it just needs to happen yeah. in that uh, area yeah it really is in that area yeah. it totally is i may um, add coco uh officially coming to the mexico pavilion in the ride oh. but i think mm. as i've always said is you have to gut that building to have enough queue space so i really don't think that's going to happen so i'm gonna stick i mean the thing is those panels that the pavilions are on are meant to expand yeah, but there's another space I mean, with Mexico. Is, yeah, there's yeah, that's my yeah. thing. So. You could do, you could do something off to the side, I think. But anyway, my, I'm going to stick with yeah. mine. And I, you know what? I like all your guys is well, hopefully something will come up. Uh, but we are <laughs> going to now move to the other side of the world over to Tokyo Disney Sea for beware our guest international version. We don't get this. It's very, very often. rare. It's, it's very, very rare. This is such this a treat. Region, especially. So a guest at Tokyo Disney Resort, uh, which are very very rule oriented like mm-hmm. they do not suffer fools over there uh both cast members and guests um the uh guest uh who looks like he's in his 20s or whatever sort of uh there's a fountain there uh it's a think of a a water kind of moat and then in the middle there are several tigers uh kind of statues that spit water they have water that's coming out of their mouth and, and falling into the thing this gentleman has jumped over the water and he is crouching with the tigers uh and getting a photo um so he is he is climbing all over this fountain uh you know to i guess you know get some media cloud or you know um we'll see why 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 he's doing this i guess it's just a, a fun photo and of course this was uh posted online and that's getting him some uh, notoriety uh it doesn't say anything about him getting kicked out of the parks or anything like that it seems like um he oh it says he got asked to leave oh he did but, okay yeah you're right yeah he got uh, without leave. incident i should say uh, there you go that's the japanese difference uh here some <laughs> guy in jersey punches you in the face um this is interesting, right? We just we just don't have these very often, so I thought I'd bring that up. A unique Disney Sea. Uh, it seems viewer, to be a trend, though. Um, 
happening in Tokyo Disney Sea. They're there's saying a, that there's it's like yeah. it's an ongoing TikTok thing. You know they have so. a, they have some weird TikTok uh social I sound like a very old. You know they have some weird <laughs> you know these kids. Um but no, uh one of the things that uh, if you know there's like one IKEA in in Japan, I think it's in mm -hmm. Tokyo. Um and everyone goes to that IKEA and takes photos and act, and and posts like they're in LA. Yes, it's called America Core. Like yeah. it's like a thing. That and is also, a thing. That's a, and Costco Core. Apparently, mm -hmm. like this also yeah. happened in China, where like there's like a fake Costco that like these Instagram girls or TikTok people like will go and they'll take pictures in front of it and act like they're in America. Yeah, very My interesting. Favorite is when they act like they're Southern Americans. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's because <laughs> it's so because it's so exaggerated, but at the same time, it's real life, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, I can't give them too much crap because I go to Epcot all the time. I take photos like I'm in different well, different areas. That's of the world, true. So. Yeah. Um, but if <laughs> uh, America to them is IKEA, a Swedish company. So what are you going to do? Um, <laughs> yeah. Always fun. So this that's our Beware, our guest. Um, yeah. To finish off the night, though, we have ourselves a mailbag, and this deals um, with – uh, something that we, we were talking about the X Men um, ninety seven or the X Men ninety two ca uh, cartoon, and then of course the new one coming out, the X Men ninety seven. Uh, and uh, our good friend Jean Grey uh, had some uh, thoughts on that. Uh, thoughts on on X Men, of course, being named uh, Jean Grey online would suggest so. Uh, and uh, <laughs> let's see here. It says, "Dearest, darlingest, rat bastards." To help clarify your questions regarding X Men ninety seven's relevance to the MCU, the short answer is. None. It's a sequel and continuation of the X-Men 92 animated series with no tie-in to the MCU. Meanwhile, cut to me watching the Phase 5, 6 announcements like Wanda Maximoff screaming, where are my babies? <laughs> Thank you, as always, for the pod and everything you do. Love always your resident expert, right? Uh, uh, X-Men. Oh, uh, and Rat Queen, Jean Grey. So thank you so much for that. Jean, it's good to hear from you. Uh, and yeah, where are your X-Men babies? Hopefully, oh, I'd watch that too. X-Men babies. <laughs> oh, I just got the reference. It's a House of M reference. Oh, that was smart. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, that's sort of where we're at with all of that. It's a it's a slow week, but I think we, we provided you with some entertainment. Uh, and of course, uh, it's always good to hang out with the both of you. So thanks for being on. Hopefully we'll have a whole crew coming up here. Uh, Hopefully everyone will be back and feeling well and out of vacation. But of course, this podcast <laughs> is produced by my uh, my brain, uh, which is owned by me, Nathan Hartman. Uh, and uh, please consider subscribing if you don't uh, uh, want to miss an episode. We appreciate it. Tell your friends. We're always trying to push this thing out. Uh, you can visit our website, which is at ratcastlepodcast at podbean dot com. As, as we said in the mailbag, right? You can you can send questions uh, to us. You can. Uh, to find all our links uh, to all our different streaming services uh, for the podcast at bit.ly forward slash ratcastle. And now with all of that, grab your belongings and exit to the left. Will you stop this foolishness? What foolishness would you like to see? Will you get out of here? <laughs>